Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, it is Monday here on the program, and you know what that means. Actually, what it is, it's the day after Super Bowl Sunday, and you know what that means. We've got to talk about football here. Obviously, the big story of the day is football, and by that I mean the fact that Doug Flutie won the WWE 24-7 title from our truth are you aware of this, everybody? Shocking news coming out of the world of football. Doug Flutie ended up winning the championship, the 24-7 title from R-Truth, with, of all things, a roll-up. So there you go. One and lost the 24-7 championship on the Saturday of Super Bowl weekend. During a halftime interview on Saturday's Celebrity Sweat Flag Football Challenge, Flutie rolled up R-Truth to win the 24-7 title. R-Truth then rolled up Flutie and won the title back. This means that R-Truth is now a 49-time 24-7 champion, which, by the way, puts him at about half the title reigns that Jerry Lawler has had in his career, I might add. So for those of you that didn't know because we never followed up on it, R-Truth did, in fact, win the title back from Peter Rosenberg, who won the title at the Royal Rumble. This took place live on air while Rosenberg was co-hosting the Michael K. show last Monday. So lots of big news coming out of football, and we're glad to bring it to you here on this program. Now, outside of that, everything is wrestling-related. We've got the... The SmackDown show on Friday, we've got Raw tonight, we've got an AEW lineup, and we've got a lot more. And we're going to bring it to you when we come back from the break, so stick around, everybody, back in a moment. Wrestling Observer Live. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. 
and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. If you even knew the things that we go through, when you're listening to this show and everything sounds great, but in reality, tinkering behind the scenes like the Wizard of Oz. Hey, we've got stuff to talk about today. Mm-hmm. SmackDown, Raw, AW lineups, and and more. And much of this actually ties together, at least the WWE stuff. So the SmackDown overnight viewership, and granted, we don't get the final number till Tuesday. The final number, I'm sure, is going to be up from here. But what we can do is we can compare week-over-week week overnight ratings. So the show this Friday night, 
the overnight numbers, 2.126 million viewers. Last week, the show did 2.14. Do you realize in the middle of me giving this speech right here, we actually fell off the air again, just as I was talking about how we got it all fixed? (laughs) Can you believe this? It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which throws me off, by the way. Because I'm trying to. There, there we go. Yeah, we're back. We're back here. Okay, we're gonna see how long this lasts. Now let me start all over again. Try again. Take. All right. So the Saturday overnight rating: two point one two six million viewers, which is down four point six in the overnights compared to the week before. So the go home show for the Rumble did better than the post show for the Royal Rumble. Now, what does this mean? Well, it means again. Edge means zilch. Now, there was some confusion over what I said about the the NXT number. Edge meant nothing for NXT. And some people interpreted that as, Brian says it's Edge's fault that NXT did. No, I didn't. I didn't say anything about that. It is not Edge's fault that Raw had a disappointing number. It's not Edge's fault that NXT did a disappointing number, and it's not Edge's fault that the SmackDown number was lower than it was the week prior. Now, what that does mean is he didn't help one bit, and he didn't help one bit when he returned last year. He didn't help one bit that first Raw show that he was on after he returned. For whatever reason, and I've I've heard people give like a million reasons as to why Edge hasn't meant anything, and... You know, the best the best one was, well, you know, Edge was a big star and everything like that, but he was always like he was always like the big star of the secondary brand. He was always the the big star of the B show, the SmackDown show. So people don't see him as a legend. Well, you may be right, but there's a there's actually a flaw in that theory. And that is that other people, like Christian, who definitely was not the top star of Raw or SmackDown, when they teased Christian making a big return. That did help raw numbers. So I'm baffled. Okay. Now, the tie in here is that when SmackDown went off the air, we had Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. They were all built around Edge talking about who he was going to choose to face at WrestleMania. Was it going to be Drew McIntyre? Was it going to be the winner of Finn Balor and Pete Dunne and Karrion Cross, that three way feud? Was it going to be Roman Reigns? Well, SmackDown goes off the air. He has not made his decision yet, which I guess technically he, I mean, he they can do whatever they want, but he should wait until after TakeOver to decide, unless you just totally don't care about the NXT storylines. But the show goes off the air with Kevin Owens returning to stun Roman Reigns. This feud must continue. Now, that plays into Raw tonight. You know what the Raw main event is? What's that? Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton again. Now, some would say that the reason that Kevin Owens is here is because we have to buy some time before Edge makes his decision. Well, that's kind of right if you're going to wait till after TakeOver's over. But the other issue is we have two pay-per-views before WrestleMania. And... Whatever they're going to do for Mania, they have apparently no idea what to do for these next two pay-per-views. 
So we're just going back to Kevin Owens again. And we're going back to Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre again. Do you realize that they had a match at Hell in a Cell in October? And they had a series of matches in the fall? And we're going back to it again? So anyway, I got all sorts of emails this weekend. How could I possibly care? How could I possibly care about these shows? Bro, you got me. But they did nothing to make anybody, get anybody ready for, you know, the next two pay-per-views before Mania. We're just treading water until we get to whatever we're going to get at WrestleMania. That means more of Randy Orton and Drew, more of Randy Orton and The Fiend. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if The Fiend returned tonight. More of Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. And we just tread water here on the road to WrestleMania. Why is it that there's such a referendum? I mean, is there a referendum on Edge uh, and his success coming back that directly ties into the ratings? What do you mean a referendum? What are you talking about? I just, I don't, is it, are we to to dismiss whatever Edge has done because he's not drawing ratings? No, we don't 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 do that. Edge and ratings seem to be so synonymous in the past year of, he doesn't I'll mean tell you anything. why. I'll tell because you why. Because he's been entertaining. Hold on. Because he's been entertaining from a well, wrestling point of view. Well, you asked a question. Well, let me finish here. I just said he's been successful from a wrestling point of view. Obviously, the match with the greatest match of all time with Orton. Obviously, that didn't pan out to the level that they wanted it to. But he's been an entertaining presence being back, and he's actually injected at least a little bit of energy because it's been something different, even though it's something that's dragged back from the past. With COVID, with the fact that they've been killing these ratings on their own for so long, I just don't understand why Edge is so uniquely tied to the ratings as he doesn't move things Christian does. Did really Christian move ratings? Yes. Are we really being serious about this? Yes. He did. did he move it? What what was the... If you want me to look it up during the break, I could tell you. But Please do. The reason this is a story is because this has been the year where they've fallen 25% year over year. And the only thing that they have done all year that is meant to thing is bring back old people. They've brought back Hogan and Flair. They've teased Christian. They've done Legends Nights. They've done all of these throughout the year. But every the- one of them has helped except one. But how much? Edge. When you say it's helped, it's helped for what? A bump a little bit for yes. that week, and then it falls into the mud again. That's where it's like... There's nothing that can help them right now. They trot out Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it, it bumped the rating, but look what it bumped the rating three years ago when they did it and at the level they were at then. I, I just, nothing. There's nothing they're doing right now that's, that's working. And I know they're trying to throw things up against the wall, but this has been a thing that's been happening for a long time now that it's going to take a long time to dig out of, and you can't just snap your fingers, bring back an old person and go, well, this is it. It's going to take time to build up new people. Well, these are, two, just... these are two completely different things. Like, obviously, having to rely on bringing back old people, I mean, you're doomed. If that's all you've got, you're doomed. You need to make new, young stars. You need to get them over, and the people that are on the show every week need to draw. That is separate from the issue of they have used this to bump the ratings all throughout the year, and in every single instance, it has helped bump the rating with literally one exception, and that's Edge. And it's like every time he means nothing. So it is a question. What is it with Edge that people don't care about seeing him on television? 
I don't know. It's baffling to me. I, and he is the guy that's headlining Mania. I just need to see a somebody busted out, whether it's Paul Fontaine or somebody's got to have a chart ready to go of, with the in Hogan and Flair, obviously the Legends Night's going to get the biggest bump. But every time they brought a legend back, either to be beat up by Randy Orton in the dark or a Christian or whatever it is, I'd love to see the flow chart from this year because I don't think the percentages will be that that dramatically different. And at the bottom line is none of it works. None of it. We've also got tonight on Raw a face to face with Charlotte and Lacey. So. It appears to me that Charlotte and Lacey are headlining the next pay-per-view. Maybe the next couple of pay-per-views. And quite frankly, we have two pay-per-views before Mania, so they could do Charlotte and Lacey, the new Charlotte and Lacey rematch, and then you could in fact do Charlotte and Rhea, and Rhea beats Charlotte at WrestleMania. Because Rhea Ripley... Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Yes, we're here, everybody. Wrestling Observer Live, Brian Alvarez here, WrestlingObserver.com, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So in the middle of dealing with technical issues during the break, I also did research. Oh, yeah? All right. So... I only had time to do the last two. So the Legends Night in January, where they just brought back, it was like Tori Wilson and whoever, forget who else was there. That show did uh, one, let me see, where is it? Now, of course, and it's not. And notable before. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Hold number. on a second. No, ah, yeah. Raw with the Legends in January this year. 2.128 million viewers across three hours. 2.2 million first hour, 2.2 million second hour, 2 million third hour. So this, by the way, came about two weeks after they did their lowest number of all time. All right? The fallout of the Royal Rumble this past Monday, not one hour broke 2 million viewers. Not one. All three hours broke 2 million the first week of January when they brought Legends back. Going no back Rick, to the... No Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan, though. You said Tori Wilson's name. I think that centers around most. Well, my, it doesn't Flair matter. My point is they brought old people back, and it bumped the rating up. Okay? <laughs> okay. Now, so here's, here's the show where they teased that Christian was going to come out of retirement and wrestle Randy Orton. The weeks prior to this, the show did 1.7 million, 1.7 million, 1.7 million, 1.7 million. They brought back Christian, 1.939 million viewers. Not only that, the three hours, one point, I'm sorry, 2 million viewers. I'm sorry. Yes, 2 million viewers. Hour two, 2 million viewers. Hour three, 1.8 million viewers, which is virtually zero decline. So, for whatever reason, when they promised that this Christian fella was going to come out of retirement and wrestle in the main event against Randy Orton, there was a there was a boost in viewership, and they retained viewers all three hours. Edge it, wins the Rumble, nothing. Edge well, appears on NXT, nothing. Edge appears on SmackDown, nothing. Nothing! Because he's just another guy that they brought back and now is in the mix with a bunch of other people, at least with Christian... It should have gone up for a guy that had a career-ending injury, was not able to wrestle again. Uh, it, you know, to to tease something like that, you know. And and there's the thing: they've never teased him coming back. You know, Edge came back last year. You know, they never teased Christian ever coming back, to my knowledge. So, I mean, that should have meant something, and I guess it did. But again, I, I look at these numbers, and I guess it is. Yes, it's a slight bump. I just, I don't understand though why the leadoff was. Well, Edge doesn't mean Jack Squat. Nobody means Jack Squat. Who could come back and mean something? Hogan and Flair can't wrestle on a regular basis. Even if they bring Brock back, is that going to get it to the level that they need? Is that the spark that they need? 
to me, I, I see what you're saying, but it's a lot of splitting hairs over 150 and 200,000 people that by the end of the show have tuned out anyway. I got more here. Go ahead. I'm trying to do this as you're, uh, as you're doing all of this. So Edge made a return on Raw uh, in early March. And the show where he returned for an interview did a 1.59 cable rating down from the previous week's 1.64. So they advertised Edge and they fell from the previous week. 50,000 people? No, not 50,000. I said that's, that's, the, that's the rating. I'd have to break ah. it down here live on air, which I'm not going to do right now. But I can later if you guys want to. So anyway, that's just it, everybody. That's all. I don't know why. I can't figure it out. Perhaps you can figure it out. I just want an answer to this mystery. That's it. All right. AW this week has got a women's title eliminator tournament. It's beginning here. Thunder Rosa will be facing Layla Hirsch. Pac will be facing Ryan Nemeth. He's back. He'll be facing Pac. We've got Kenny Omega and Kenta versus John Moxley and Lance Archer in a Falls Count Anywhere Anything Goes Lights Out match. We've got Darby Allen facing Joey Janela for the TNT title. Jericho and MGF versus The Acclaimed. And Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson Chevrolet will be facing Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi. That's coming up, everybody, this Wednesday. Nothing wrong with that. I like Layla Hirsch, and, and Thunder Rosa is going to be, you know, I'm sure everybody's looking at other matches. Obviously, Kenny Omega and Kenta and Moxley and Archer getting most of the attention on there. But uh, I think Hirsch and Rosa is probably going to be, you know, that's certainly the sleeper uh, of the night for sure. Uh, I have a feeling I probably like that more than Darby Allen and Joey Janela. I uh, just cannot imagine which way the Joey Janela is going to fall into something uh, come come Wednesday night. All righty. Let's look at some of these questions here. You can text us 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. I don't even want to go off on this, but I'm afraid we have to. This person says it would be a miracle the day Daniel Bryan decides to put himself over at the rate he's going. He compares him to Ric Flair and then realizes that's a bad comparison. William Regal who was always losing incessantly to put other guys over. This Daniel Bryan thing on SmackDown Friday, he goes in there with Cesaro. They get four minutes in the middle of the show, and Cesaro just submits him with a sharpshooter. I was like, bro, what is going on here? Especially on a show where they have to bring back Kevin Owens to feud with Roman Reigns more. It's like... Couldn't you have built up Daniel Bryan to put over Roman Reigns at the next two pay-per-views, and then we move on to Roman Reigns and Edge at WrestleMania? Would it have been that hard? Here he is losing. He loses on every show to the point that it means nothing. It meant nothing for Cesaro to beat Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. I was just gobsmacked. And then they bring out Kevin Owens again in the main event, and I'm like, really? That's what we've come to here? So there you go. Maybe they'll all end up in a three-way at WrestleMania since we have absolutely no idea what the main events are going to be, you know, the, the undercards, other than there will be title matches to take place and 
Bianca is going to be in one of them and Edge is going to be in another one. I mean, everything is still seemingly all over the place. So maybe we'll get this all big build up and it'll be some incredible ladder match. It, it, you know, because that's the direction I see this going. I see Cesaro and Owens and Owens is going to be dropped out of this at some point. Daniel Bryan keeps losing. Cesaro keeps winning. But it's not like you're expecting anything. Sami Zayn is still running around like a goofball. You know, it's just, you know... It's not the best because all of those guys deserve better, but maybe we see them all in one match, and I guess we can be happy about that because the work will be great. This person here says, Taking pinfalls is one thing, but Daniel Bryan tapping out to Cesaro shocked me. Ever since his top babyface run started in 2013, the only time he has tapped out was against AJ Styles in 2018. So in eight years... That was only the second submission lost by Daniel Bryan. Did you know that? Because they sure didn't make it a big deal on commentary when he lost in four minutes to a sharpshooter on SmackDown Friday. But there you go. It was like a nothing happening moment. Oh, he lost. Oh, he's sad. What a win by Cesaro. Let's go to... to... whoever. Otis, backstage eating ham. We just move on. Nothing means anything. And even if it did mean something, what are the odds are going to keep, you know, keep with it and then roll it through for a couple of weeks? Again, unless it's a a certain handful of people, it's it's impossible to expect anything, any consistency out of these people. And why would they know? Who's back to do continuity? Who would keep the stats on that? They just hired a lady to do continuity. But as far as Daniel Bryan never tapping out or, you know, and I can guarantee you there's probably a zillion people backstage there that know that. Maybe even Daniel Bryan himself. But it's just like, I, you know, why you can't expect anything, you know, until they actually change and start doing something, you know, and we'll see. This lady that's being hired on to do continuity of storylines, good luck. What, is she going to live inside Vince's head? Is that how that works? Is she the thing that gets put inside the snow globe so when he shakes it up, she's like the centering force behind it? I mean, come on. This person here says, I think Daniel Bryan needs to find a happy medium. Maybe go the Jericho route. Jericho, in his final few WWE runs, did put various guys over, but they did it very cleverly. He would win TV matches, and then every month on the pay-per-view shows, he'd feud with a Fandango, Dolph Ziggler, Kevin Owens, and lose to them. That way, he kept his credibility as a big-time name, yet put younger dudes over. Yes, it does not have to be 0 or 100, where you either win every match and never lose, or you lose every single solitary match. You can win 90% of your matches and then put over Cesaro. Win 90% of your matches, and then put over Nakamura. When you lose every single match, it means nothing. It means nothing to beat Daniel Bryan at this point. And it didn't take long for it to mean nothing to beat Daniel Bryan. Just beat him like three times on TV in the last four weeks. Well, and forget about Daniel Bryan. I mean, at least he's got a whole history and a career behind him that we can lean on and try to imagine something in our brains. It's when it's people like... Apollo Crews who lose all the time and then you know they give him a win it's like you're expected to care about them all of a sudden or Ricochet or somebody like that where it's just like yeah we gave him a win you know the fans didn't really respond see you know can't get behind him it's like you know it's a self-fulfilling prophecy that just kind of spins in a row and you know everybody needs to have some credibility you need to have a middle card you need to have people trading wins and losses and some people get on streaks this should not be that difficult Back in a moment with your phone calls, my friends. Wrestling Observer Live.
wiper blades? Not sure which ones to buy? The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts can help. We'll show you options for your specific car and even install them for free. Right now, save $10 per pair on Bosch Focus wiper blades plus earn double O rewards points. There's no better time to replace your wiper blades. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Pay for 25 years. People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. The spread of COVID-19 is still unchecked across the nation, and you need to keep your family safe. Make a new habit and check your temperatures twice a day, once before dinner and before leaving home in the morning. You can't afford to take chances, so use the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies, and it takes an accurate reading in seconds. It's the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Quick and easy to use, you can count on Exergen to keep your family safe 24 hours a day. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, back here on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I, I hate to use this term. Is maybe somewhat disrespectful, but dance for me, damn it! When you call in, I need to be entertained. Got it? And who better to do the fox trot here on the air than Ryan oh. Cumberland, Maryland? What's going on? Boy, Morning, did I miss Ryan, you when we didn't do a show yesterday. Mm. I had questions about your favorite year, though. To be up, I heard it was 1997 when. Sid Vicious was made event in WrestleMania and Vince Russo took over as Booker. Is this true? What? Good job, Brian. 
I blame you for this. 100%. Well, no, it's not a stupid call. I'm just confused. So you're asking about 1997 and if Vince Russo took over as Booker. Is that what you're asking? Well, no, I'm asking if that was your favorite year. Yeah, 97 was my favorite year. But do you know who was booking that year? You're going to probably say Vince McMahon. Well, I mean, Vince, Vince McMahon and Jim Cornette and Russo was there coming up with ideas. But listen, Russo can come up with ideas. You know who else can come up with ideas, Ryan? You can come up with ideas. And I'll bet that you could come up with a decent idea. And if it were only a decent idea, if you had somebody who was as smart as Vince was in 1997 and as smart as Jim Cornette was in 1997, they could take your idea and they could make a good idea a great idea. That's what was happening in 1997. And it was the best year creatively that I can remember from WWE and I've been rewatching a lot of years. And granted, I have not rewatched from about 2002 on, but I don't seem to remember anybody saying, you know, there was that that 2004 was was the pinnacle of WWE creative. A lot of people would argue the the 80s, certain years in the 80s were great. The the Randy Savage build to Hulk Hogan that was that was great. You know, the the 97 obviously people would argue 2000 2001. And I have watched, I'm re-watching the 80s, Saturday Night's Main Events. Obviously, you're not getting everything watching that, but I have re-watched that stuff, and it was great. I have re-watched the 2000-2001 era in WWE, and I have re-watched the 97 era. And to me, by far, the best year creatively for WWE, pure creative, dealing with the hands they were given, they were in the middle of a war, they had lost... Big stars to the other side. 1997 was the best year for WWE creative. Despite, yes, obviously, I would have preferred something better than what happened at Survivor Series with with Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, but the build to that was great. The the Undertaker-Shawn Michaels storyline they had that year was absolutely fantastic. I mean, it was great. So that's the best year for me creatively in WWE history. Patterson and Pritchard and there are other people that also you know deserve credit and all of that too in 1997 and they threw a lot up against the wall they did a lot that was good for the future of wrestling they did a lot that was bad for the future of wrestling with as hard as they went into the crash style and and all that sort of stuff and you know there's things that you try to block out of your mind from that undercard that were hideously awful and thankfully the stuff up top was so great that it was easy to do that, you know. The, the Bret Hart in I, maybe that was was it Survivor Series. When did they do the double turn with uh, Austin and and uh, Bret Hart with Ken Shamrock as a referee? That was WrestleMania. That was Mania. So that I mean that that was Mania '97. Yes. Yeah, I guess yeah, I guess it would have been. So I mean that's there was so much stuff like that, you know. And everybody always concentrates on because of what happened at the at the Survivor Series, but it, it just 
there was so much stuff like that up top that it was easy to forget about a lot of the nonsense that was taking place underneath and it only two hours long too and granted they had syndicated tv they had the sunday shows and all that sort of stuff it just things were just still more concentrated on raw and it was it was a lot easier watch than it is now that's for sure and again the the stuff that they had on going up over top it all depends on what era you liked if you grew up in 84 85 86 you'll probably say that that was the best stuff and if you grew up 99 2000 2001 if that's what you think of you know but as far as the the recent memory yeah 97 is probably their their best year by the way this person here says that steve austin started to become popular after king of the ring 96 no actually he didn't i rewatched the entire era what happened was austin won the king of the ring and he cut the famous promo austin 316 says i just whipped your ass the next night on raw he's just there and there was like one guy that had an Austin 316 sign. It was n- nothing. And really, he didn't do anything for several months afterwards. When Austin started to get hot was in the fall of that year when he started feuding with Bret Hart. And there was a promo that he cut that was it was maybe October or something like that. But he cut this promo, and it was like, that promo was awesome. That was when the real ascension of Steve Austin began. And I talk about 97, but WWE really started to get good the last uh, quarter or so of 96. And from that point, it started to build all the way through the end of 97. And And then 98, it just started going a little nutty. And, and it takes something to build on, and that was the thing to build on, you know, that which stemmed from the whole curtain call thing. Imagine if Triple H, that never happened. He wins the King of the Ring. What would have happened with Austin, who was, you know, in the mix with Savio Vega and people like that? You know, what 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 would have happened? What could have happened? But it ended up being, you know, he ended up being undeniable. And, yeah, that was, you know, it just takes... Again, it's not overnight. It's not going to happen overnight. And WWE is looking for things to to happen overnight in some ways, and it's not happening. It takes a long time. It took a long time to fall to where they've gotten to, you know, from some of the peaks they've been at. But it's going to take a long time to dig back out of it, too. You know, it's funny, too. Here's, Here's today's history thought from myself. Great historian. So... If you watch WWF in the 80s and the 90s, before the Monday Night Wars, okay, before the Monday Night Wars, it was very, very simple what they did. There were very few storylines. There were storylines for all of the major feuds, but they were very few. So, for example, I was just watching the the Hulk Hogan. I watched Hogan Warrior, okay? So a week before Hogan faced the Warrior, they did this angle where the earthquake squished Hulk Hogan. That was literally it. He just sat on him. And then and then the story after Hogan lost to Warrior was Earthquake claiming that you lost because I squished you. So they do TV, they do whatever. And then on, on an edition of Superstars, Earthquake squishes Hogan on the Brother Love Show. They get Hogan out of there for a few months. So little kids like my sister would write letters, and they could get your address to send you the merchandise catalog. Hogan comes back, and they do the big match with Earthquake at SummerSlam. That's the story, okay? It wasn't like today, where if you started... I mean, basically, think about this. They started the Earthquake-Hogan thing in March... 
And they paid it off with a big match in August. Can you imagine if there was a three-hour Raw every week back then? How horrific the storyline would be over the course of these five months. But you didn't have weekly TV. So, really, the late 96 through the end of 97, it's it's really the fact that they had great weekly TV week after week and the storylines continued and they made sense and there was continuity, that's pretty amazing. Because that was like it. It never achieved those heights again. There were years where it was better than other years, and there were years when it was horrible, and nowadays it's atrocious. It's just absolutely atrocious. Like, there is no continuity. There is nothing. It's just like every week something happens, and then the week after something happens, and they just keep doing things over and over again so you don't care. I don't know if you can ever go back to doing it the way that they did, but it's not easy. It is very hard to do this. Well, it's not that hard, though, because we talk about it all the time. It takes patience and it takes time. And you cannot tell the story like you used to where you had an entire year, or in some cases, in some territories, you know, two years before, you know, that good guy finally gets his hands and his revenge on that bad guy, you know. But, you know, Tommy Rich, Buzz Sawyer, one of the, the great examples of that. In fact, that went on for too long, uh, ultimately. But, like... You can do these simple things. You can build these simple stories, and you can build off of them from there, you know? And it is possible to be done. You just need to have a plan for the next, oh, eight weeks, which shouldn't be that difficult if you're, but like, it is. pro wrestling. But it is because they're not doing pro wrestling booking because they've gotten too far away from the, the plot. What does this rating mean? What about this? Vince changed his mind. Ah, oh, we got to do... Relax. You know, you build some people up, and this is another reason to give people credibility, because in case somebody does get hurt, you can pull somebody off the bench that you've been using or shuffle the storyline around where you can fit somebody else in. What happens if Roman Reigns gets hurt right now? What happens if Charlotte gets hurt right now? You know, what happens if they're, they're the two biggest people? What happens if Randy Orton gets hurt? Who, who fills that hole? There's nobody there. There's nobody ready. You can make a case of, you know, somebody's getting get an opportunity or this person's really ready. No, they're not. No, they're not. Because we see it with the ratings. Nobody's a star. And there's only a few people that they focus on that they give any credibility to whatsoever. So if those people aren't there, what do you do? And they bastardize those people by not giving them stories that people can really invest in and understand. It's like one of the things with the whole Fiend thing. There are so many things that are left wide open. And this is not what's that show that everybody's watching on uh on Disney Plus right now with all the twists and turns, WandaVision or whatever it is. Like, there's no WandaVision level of, like, you know, sleight of hand that we're going to see in these WWE storylines. You know, there's just not. So it's just everything about what they're doing right now is so far away from what they were. And some of the, the tenants, the simple things that you can do would make the show better. It would make the product better. And it would give you something more to build on for the future. My point is this, on a large scale in this country, who has been able to do this fairly effectively? Well, NXT had great storytelling, but that was when it was one hour every week, and they taped like five show. weeks in advance, okay? Yes. Once they moved to two hours weekly, all that storytelling, I mean, but there's, it's but nothing there's proof like it that used it works. to be. But well, yes, but my point works. is, it's also proof that it's hard. The other one you can it's point not. to is AEW, which has done a very good job, but you can look back and there's still a million things. Where was the bachelor party? 
how come the inner circle did this match to determine who was going to challenge for the titles, but then they challenged for the all of them challenged for the titles anyway? Who yeah. beat up John Moxley? Mm. I mean, you can go back and they do a very good job, but it's hard, and so things fall through the cracks here. Something had to be changed here. Something was forgotten or mixed up here. It's hard. It can be done, but it is hard. If it were easy, then we wouldn't even be having this discussion. Yeah, but that but that's life. You know, guys got hurt before or they wouldn't make a town before. And it was not Kenta, you geeks. If this would happen or that would happen. And okay, you have to be smart enough and you have to be forward thinking enough and be on the ball enough to be able to make those changes when they happen. I... I, I disagree with you that it's that hard. When you're dealing with Vince, it's that hard. I think without that, you can go ahead and do this if you have enough confidence in yourself and the people that are around you to build them up, build, give them credibility. Like you said, you said it with NXT. You know what I mean? Like, it can absolutely be done. It can be done on a big scale. It's just that the biggest, you know, dog in the fight, they're just not doing it. These Twitch homies were rude to me, so you know what that means, everybody? You know what that means when you're rude about calls? Mm-hmm. It means this. We are sorry, but the show has ended. Goodbye. Back in a moment, Observer Live. You get a shiver in the dark, it's raining in the park, but meantime. Sound of the river, you're stopping your whole... At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. 
Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Boris, I wish you hadn't cut the call. I was excited about talking to you about AEW. I had a real topic, which you actually addressed, the lack of writers in AEW, which leads to storyline issues. You did me kind of dirty, man. Listen, we had five phone lines open. They were all full. I may not have got to Boris even if I would have taken more calls. Normally, people get mad when I take calls. I don't take calls, and they get mad that I didn't take calls. I apologize, Boris. Can try again tomorrow. We did apparently address your topic, though. And I thought that we had a good, strong, solid discussion, which, by the way, was all based off a Ryan and Cumberland call, which happens more than people would like to admit. So, Boris, try again next time. Mm, please, In fact, if your caller ID says, Boris, I'll go to you first, maybe. Please, my God, yeah. But don't yell at me to go to the phones and then yell at me to not take calls. Nobody's can't yelling do you that. to go to the phones. Bro, were I'm you in the you chat? not to go to the phones. No, one one after another. Phones, go to the phones, take the calls. Brother, I'm in Honolulu. Dude, if I would take that Honolulu call, everybody would complain. Now they claim, oh, they complain, that I didn't take the Honolulu call. What do you want out of me? Everything? Well, you can't have start it. To start doing reviews of Glow, which is now on Pluto TV on the Pro Wrestling Channel. With Defy and with other places as well, but Glow. Glow is on there. Don't know why. says, Bianca Belair whipping Reggie's ass like a government mule and running him off was the greatest thing that I've ever seen. Why can't all baby faces in WWE be like this? Brave and non-geeks. Yeah, they're doing a great, they're doing a great job with Bianca. Now, she appears to be feuding with Sasha, who is like the worst baby face ever, but she is a baby face. So I guess we'll have to see where this thing is. But I did like Bianca taking her braid and whipping this poor bloke. <laughs> That's what that braid's for. They used to do that all the time in NXT. Then she stopped. They probably said, Gotta stop doing that! Whipping thing. Keep whipping. But that was a mistake. Keep it whipping. More whipping. We're out of time. Thanks, y'all. See you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.